record as well. There you go. Uh, I don't know if it's going to record later or not, but for the sake of what's going on right now, yeah. uh, we'll act as if we haven't been recording for the last <laughs> six minutes or so. Here, let me record on here too if I can. Oh, no, it's not going to let me. Okay, so that's probably a future problem. Uh, but anyways, this is our first ever like video live stream. Uh, yeah, yeah. So at this point, we are live. So we do have a camera right there, as you guys can see. I we are uh, on Facebook, and this might just get left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, but Jared, let's get a, a quick topic going. What do you mm. want to talk about? Uh, what is your favorite beer while camping? Mm, I have... Uh... Or not well, even just beer, just no, drink no, choice. yeah, I, I, beer's a good one because yeah. it's kind of a go-to. Um, it, we always, I like to bring like a Coors Light, just because hydrating and it's <laughs> less filling and it's an easy one to constantly drink. But then yeah. once we get to camp and we're settled down, I like a, something a little bit more like a like an IPA or something like that, more flavor to it, and you can actually enjoy, you know. I'm not an IPA guy. No. Yeah, no. definitely not. Mm. But I do, because, Good to know. Good to know. Be, because of you and Ben, I actually started drinking a lot more Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like, can see I'm that. Not even, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I never used to drink Coors. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the the desert, and I the, the group we met today, me and Ben, we were talking about that, too, because she said her brother is a, a desert rat, is what we used to, ref, you know, affectionately refer to ourselves as. Um, cause that's, we spent all our time in the desert and it's so hot out there all the time. Everybody either drinks, you have either diehard Coors Light fans or diehard Bud Light fans. Yeah. And that's how it is. And cause it's just like literally like drinking water all yeah, day. It's cheap and easy. Hot and... desert sun is easy. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's basically garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but it... so I like, I like a nice craft beer of some, yeah. some sort, you know, it doesn't have to really be an IPA. And, those can get kind of heavy, I, so I agree with you. It's not really the ideal, but yeah, I like we had those sours that Ben brought oh, over. Oh God, oh, I'm not a sour I'm guy. Not a, I'm not I a would, big sour fan. I'd rather just drink water yeah. and be completely sober than drink the, the than sour. The coconut one that of you know Ben and Jeff are raving about. That was I finally tried that last night, and it was actually pretty tasty. I'm not gonna lie. My brother Paul is watching. Hey Paul. Oh, hey yeah. Paul, how are you? He, he actually joined. Thank you uh, for joining us. He actually had some. He wanted to get a shift pod like three years ago, or whenever mm. everyone was like still pumping it really hard, just to kind of segue. But yeah, speaking yeah. of my brother, uh, he's in a he's into uh, off road life as well. Yeah, I I, uh, I told you I saw him the other day. I'm like, hey, there's a sick tundra. I'm oh, like, oh no, not not that brother. Oh, it's different. Other, yeah. Okay. Okay. So he's he's the brother in Oregon. He drives oh. the Subaru, the Forester. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, but yeah, he wanted to buy a shift pod, and I was like, yeah, nah, dude. But he's waiting for Ben's uh, trip report. Yeah, I'll I'll let Ben give the report on it, but he, I mean, there were some things he had to work out, but he seemed to be pretty uh, pleased with it. Any like gigantic glaring problems? Um, well, it almost blew away. Yeah, yeah well, that's because he didn't have it staked down. It was just kind of yeah. I mean, that Ben should know by now. User, user error down. on that one, but it, it did good. Um, and it, it was really windy up there, and it held up through a lot of the wind. We were just kind of over exaggerating it, I'm sure. But uh, the because it he went from his uh, um, swag tent and it had the built-in mattress. Yeah. And so the shift pod doesn't have a mattress. So you got to provide your own. Yeah. So versus going out and buying a brand new mattress setup, he had he is uh, the his a uh, truck bed mattress that kind of forms to the bed around oh, the oh uh, gotcha. wheel, wheel wells, wells yeah. and all that. So it's kind of oddly shaped. So he just threw that in there. 
and he said it was kind of like eh, kind of awkward trying to sleep on it. He had to sleep on an angle, so if he got an actual mattress, like an you know, inflatable mattress or whatnot, that would fit that you know properly, yeah. then it, it would be more comfortable. So it's, he was trying to make do with what he had, and it was kind of awkward. But yeah, I mean, there's no pole in the middle, is there? Not in his, okay. no, because he has the shift pod mini. Yeah, um, okay. Porter has, I don't know if he got the largest one or the medium one, but his has a pole in the middle. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And, but he's able to fit like two mattresses in there. That's thinking like you can walk around in there. Like, Yeah, you know. can you stand up in Ben's? Um, no. Okay, gotcha. You have to hunch over a little bit, but it's he's, he's still. What? He's six foot, 5'11", something like that? I think he's like, yeah, five. 10, 5'11". Okay. I'm six foot. I'm a little bit taller than he is. But okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be perfect for me. But, I mean, it's, I mean, comparatively to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comparatively to like, or, you know, a, a typical normal ground tent you can't stand up in for the most part, unless you have like a, like one of those big six man tents where yeah. there's massive and then like our, uh, unwieldy. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you know, obviously our, uh, rooftop tents you can't stand up in. Yeah. But like his shift pod, or no, I'm sorry, his uh, swag tent. Yeah, he, he couldn't could, do anything in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. He's like there to sleep, and that's all you get. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so far he's been pretty happy with it. How about the doors on that? I mean, this is probably we're probably going to touch on this again, but <clears throat> yeah, obviously, of... yeah. I mean, we're not really yeah. Because even with uh, with porters, his the doors were all weird. Like it's just well, a, it's like a a, t- a triangle. Yeah, because the way those walls kind of pop out. You can't have just like a regular full opening, yeah, because it takes away from it. So yeah, the way they're formed and they're shaped, and you have to have that tension to keep them so they don't collapse on you. Yeah. So the, the door is like a minimal. You have to like yeah, it's like like a half circle almost where you can squeeze through. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It seems really convenient, especially if you're a little bit intoxicated. I mean, a ladder <laughs> is 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 a uh, yeah. The we gotta obstacle. try to yeah. climb up these. <laughs> this, uh, oh. Paul is asking, what's your guys' thoughts on getting an annex for your rooftop tent? I well, um you I have my my current my new tent yeah. has a uh an awning attached to it and I can actually attach a an annex to it, but it's a lot of extra kind of like an extra extra gear to have to carry with you. Yeah. And the setup and like we're usually pretty mobile. Yeah. So like we set up and then we, you know, camp for the night and then in the morning we break camp and we move to the next spot. So in that instance, I wouldn't want to do an annex, but if I was like settling down, if I find a cool spot and we're going to stay there for a day or two, then yeah, that'd be nice. And I, I get the idea of it's a cool little additional area. So if the elements are bad, if snowing, you have that shelter. Yeah, exactly. And it was just awesome. And I know a lot of people, cause I have the, you know, the dog and a lot of people with big dogs don't want to try and carry them up into your tent. Yeah. So the annex is nice. You can kind of, put a heater or whatever and or if you have kids they can sleep in up top and or down below so they're a cool option but i don't personally see it as a uh convenience yeah it it honestly is another another thing to just grab and to hang on to and i don't know i've never had one but i thought about it but yeah when i first got into like the idea of it i'm like oh i need that because like yeah it would be amazing i could set up this whole you know yeah it's like a little fortress yeah exactly it keeps you you have to be there already more more so than we already are yeah but um yeah like i brought that uh the the awning attachment for the uh, desert armor that i have now Mm -hmm. and i brought it with me this weekend i'm like i'll try it out and set up i'm like nope 
Yeah. Don't feel like setting it up. <laughs> yeah. So what I would rather do is have a separate awning and then have the annex on the awning mm. instead. Because my rooftop tent isn't set up to have an annex. Uh, and if it is, it's underneath the actual the bed portion. Yeah, that platform area. Yeah. yeah. Versus the new CVT tents where it's actually, hey, designed to have your ladder enclosed. And there's an extra thing that like Yes, your ladder's up. inside of it yeah. and everything. Yeah. The only thing that I can think about, though, with that being an issue is your ladder takes up a ton of space inside of that. And yeah, instead of that annex, down yeah. right in the middle of you got to work your way around it and yeah. everything. So, yeah. I mean, it would be a nice spot to hang like wet clothes and stuff like that and get a heater going, but that's yeah. like one I, specific there's case. There's a couple of you know, instances where I was like, that would have been pretty sweet to have at the time, but then like at yeah. the same time, so like when you're, it's, you're in the snow, you're like, oh man, if we could have had that, we could have been set up in there and we could have been hanging outside of there and out of the elements, had a little buddy heater and it would heat the area. Yeah. But at the same time, then like move this mic really quick. Yeah, yeah, do your thing, man. Um, but yeah, but at the same time, then it's you know you have that extra setup time, which is you know kind of a drag, you know, and then having to put everything tear down time too is to take up some time. Yeah, um, I well, I I honestly like if, if I had like an extra people and I needed the extra room for something like that, something like a shift pod. Yeah, would be like a shift pod mini even. Like Ben's would. That's a lot of it's. It, you can get two annex rooms for awning annexes versus yeah. the price of one shift pod. No, yeah, the you can get an awning and an annex <laughs> for the price of one shift pod. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, man. And yeah, a lot of these manufacturers now was like you know obviously prices are slightly starting to fall a little bit on the rooftop tents. So yeah. like they're even like offering like you buy a rooftop tent, you get a free annex with it. Yeah. And so like yeah, a lot of times they'll just throw those in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the annex packs down to though, but I can imagine it would be pretty it's, big. Be still, I mean, just yeah. that awning I have, and it's just like it's not even the walls; it's just like the roof of it, mm-hmm. and like just that alone is like, I don't know, it's pretty. It's like the size of a sleeping bag that you gotta yeah. try and find a place to stash at in your vehicle. Yeah, you know? and, I, I, I like. Uh, I've seen like a lot of people with like the uh, two seventy awnings. Yeah. I think uh, I can't remember the brand name but they have them so they have that 270 awning idea and then you can velcro walls to that yeah and create a huge like annex room in a sense to keep you out of the elements like with the wind like and stuff we dealt with today and stuff yeah but with 270 awnings they only work with you know suvs or trucks with cabs or um, yeah they're it's pretty very large and bulky on the side of your vehicle and, and they're not cheap yeah. they're like the same price of a shift pod yeah, like an actual, like a full-size yeah. shift pod. Yeah, they're like a $1,000 range. Yeah, Easy. and that's like the cheap cheap version mm. of a, yeah, of I mean, a 270. Some, yeah, basic, basic models for like 400 but then you get the pole. They're not freestanding. Yeah. And I, I, when I think of a 270, uh, I think of a freestanding. Yeah, freestanding. Yeah, yeah it's the way to go. Um, but yeah, there's, I don't know, man. There's just so many different ways to get shelter. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if an annex is a, is a good idea. Or not? It really depends. It's case specific. Yeah, it's your style of camping. If you're yeah. the type who's like, we're going to go to a destination, and we're going to set up camp here, and we're going to stay there. Like if you find, you know, we're going to pull up next to this camp- lake, and we're, we're going to hang out, yeah. and we got, you know, families, and you know, every, you know, I get it. But if you're like the super, or you know, nomadic style where you want to keep moving, then it's yeah, it's just more setup time and more yeah. yeah. We, like we keep it pretty light because we want to keep constantly going. Mm-hmm. 
and even even when I do set up my awning, it's pretty fast to set up and take down. Yeah, the, the, the little awnings like that. It's not two seventy. It's just one of the uh, yeah. It's just a full side flat, ones. Yeah, and, six by six yeah, or something like yeah, that, or six yeah. by eight. I can't remember. Yeah, those are pretty basic, and yeah. they give you some shelter from the sun or rain or snow, or whatever you have. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have those sides, but but even then, you just kind of shift or like you might have a six foot six foot by six foot space, but the actual amount of shade that you're getting or cover is it really is dependent on where the sun is or where your weather's yeah, you coming from. It towards it. So really, it becomes like a one foot by two foot space that's actually <laughs> safe. Sometimes, yeah. but if you're rolling solo, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah um, I've seen the like pretty much like the the horizontal offshoots where it's not like a square. Like a box one. I think uh, Schmitty Built is one of the big ones where it's, it's Schmitty Built and ARB. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they're the ones who do the straight up, you know, wall. Yeah, yeah the straight full up walls. Yeah. yeah. But there's some people who make like it's essentially just like another piece of awning, like a six by six square. And mm-hmm. then you just attach that and you stake it down or yeah. you guy it out. Um, that will drastically... A lot of them have, like, the, like, the walls that can attach to them, too, like, yeah. Velcro-wise, I mm-hmm. think, yeah. I don't think CVT makes anything, but I'll have no. to look it up. I think, like, Nomad Overland or something like that, or yeah. Nomadic. Or Rome, I think they do. Rome might... Yeah, I can't remember the names of them. Yeah, I don't know. I've ha- I really haven't had any interest in doing that, but... Yeah, when I first kind of got into it, I'm like, I need all this stuff. So I yeah. kind of researched everything, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I kind of don't need all this stuff. Okay. The one one of the times that I can think I can... We're going to need a an, an annex room is mm-hmm. when the mosquitoes get really bad or the bugs get really bad. Yeah, apparently, like, last night, there was a... Because it had just rained, and so the ground was pretty moist, um... Or Thursday night, I came out Friday to their uh, camp spot, and uh, Ben said there was mosquitoes out there already. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, he said they're already kind of. He's like kind of worried about it, but yeah, I could see like just summertime. Yeah, they're gonna come out. Bugs are coming out now. It's summer warming mm-hmm. up, and yeah, they can be annoying. To, yeah, in a lot of places, especially when you're nearby water. Yeah, and me being one, like, I want to, I want to start fishing. Like, you know, <laughs> it just got that Speaking of bugs. Speaking of bugs. Speaking of flies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just had a trip where I went uh, fly fishing up in the, uh, I don't know, Bishop area. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was a ton of fun and I'm hooked now. Oh. Hooked. Line and sinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <got> Stupid. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. Dad jokes for days. Yeah. No, I have to fill it for Ben. <laughs> yeah. He's, Ben's not here. So we got to have some dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, back to the question at hand. Mm. Um, favorite favorite beer? You're gonna go with Coors? No. Okay. What are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not go with my favorite beer. <laughs> uh, it's just an easy go to, and like, I, so we, we always have a Coors lights in our coolers because they're convenient, and they have these. The I can't remember the the pint ones or whatever. They, yeah, the twist pints. top yeah. ones, mm-hmm. and they have a little extra beer, but then you can seal them up to you know. Not that you're driving when drinking, but you have them, they don't spill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We do not condone no, drinking and driving, especially on do the trail. It's very so. dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, however, in camp, things get knocked over. Yeah, and it's in nice camp, to... things will get knocked over. So it's <laughs> nice to have the safety of uh, being able to close up your top. And, and speaking of uh, bugs, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. bugs will get into your beer. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Sand. See, I, always, I, I was doing a lot of the, uh, I would pick up growlers. Yeah. And fill those and bring that out with me. And then I have like, you know, some nice whatever, you know, beer from a, you know, local microbrew yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And or if we're out in, you know, different areas and find a local microbrew in those areas, you just fill it up and you got some, you know, tasty beverage at uh, camp. But yeah. uh, uh, for those of you who don't know or not into the 
the whole brewing company kind of thing. A, a growler is a, a large mm. container that you fill f- with beer from the tap. 32 to 64 yeah. ounces, yeah, it could be on size. could be a glass bottle or a, a double-walled vacuum, like a mm-hmm. stainless yeah, Yeti kind of deal. Yeah. Stanley makes them. You can pick yeah. up different colors and such and from Walmart or Target or Amazon. Yeah, it's a it's a jug of beer. Yeah, That's what it, it is. keeps it insulated and, yeah, carbonated in and a it's, sense. Yeah, I it's mean, it's sealed. Not, it's not cheaper than buying. Is it cheaper? No. Yeah, no. No, no it's... Pretty much the same price, and you got to pay for the growler itself, so it's not necessarily cost effective. But it's uh, yeah, it's nice if you you know have a group of people and you want to share it. So yeah, exactly. But that gets to be inconvenient as well, just because then everybody's got to have a cup and stuff like that. And it's not as you know if you're sitting down for a while, it's nice. But yeah, it's nice to pick up. It's hard to pick out a uh, a specific go to beer. Because it's nice to try to do things, you know, whenever we're out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, convenience yeah, yeah. convenience goes a long ways when it goes to overlanding. I, I, I would uh I would ask you what your go to is, but I think we all know. Yeah. It's uh it's eight oh five. Eight oh five every time. Yeah, I'm a firestone guy, so yeah. I love is... it's a great I always have that, you know, usually in our you know, kitchen fridge, that's usually a good go to. So yep. yeah. Yeah, eight oh five on the trail. What's crazy is 805 just came out with their cerveza. I'm not yeah. I'm not a big Mexican beer fan, so I haven't even tried the cerveza. You guys yeah. had that last time we were out, I, and I didn't yeah. even have one. Oh I my just God. went to the OG originals, but yeah. um, it's a little bit lighter. Yeah. Okay. You can definitely taste it's It's an 805 brewed with lime, and you can oh, taste the lime. it's got a little splash yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Yeah, and it just reminds me of summertime. Okay. Yeah, okay. and when when I have you know a summertime beer, I think of hey, mm-hmm. relaxing, having a good time. Yeah, I switch it up like you know it was cold out. I want something else, a little bit like heavier, maybe kind of. Yeah, but like yeah, when it's hot out, I don't want a heavy beer. It's going to slow me down. I want something light and refreshing yeah, gotcha. in a sense. So yeah, I kind of switch it up depending on where the climate or <laughs> yeah. wherever we're happen to be. Temperature and temperature and atmosphere has a lot a lot to do with what you're drinking. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like pairing it with a meal, you know what I mean? You yeah. there's a certain beer for a certain meal. Yeah. And uh for me, the, when my meal is overlanding, it's 805. That's <laughs> the black the black or the white can. Uh and speaking of cans, yeah, they do have them in cans. Mm-hmm. Um I don't always... I don't like I don't like bringing bottles on the yeah, trail. Yeah, it's always preferred to have cans on the trail because then you don't have to worry about broken glass mm-hmm. and crush them down a little yeah. more compact when you're done. And, and they fit in a cooler way better, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you're bouncing the around. hold them good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like koozies were made for cans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's my oh, very good choice. Are you a liquor guy in camp? I can't remember. I do, yeah. You, um, I've seen you drink a couple times. Yeah. I, uh, I Usually because it's more... I guess like the socially acceptable so and like we're always at, you know, beers are easy. Can you just grab a can? You know, have to have mixed drinks or anything like that. But uh, usually when we're sitting by a fire, sometimes like if it's uh, like a mellow situation, I like a uh, like a whiskey or a scotch or something like, and I can sit back and just kind of sip on a little bit. Gotcha. But if it's like a big group and we're a little bit more lively, then yeah, something like a, a beer and stuff like that is kind of more the acceptable yeah. beverage of choice at those moments but yeah when it's just something mellow i'm just sitting back i will i have a little flask i keep with me and yeah know, it's a good idea mm-hmm, just keep my favorite in there and yeah yeah what's your favorite uh favorite to have in your flask oh i'm i'm always always gonna be like a whiskey of you know a bourbon um it varies uh, i think right now i like i think i have some uh boule yeah. <laughs> some bullet <laughs> bourbon, bourbon yeah. yeah i think i have that in there um i always you know, 
I would put some yeah, Maker's Mark or some yeah. Bushmills or something. I would never put anything too fancy in there. Come at camp. Yeah, you know, I'm a Save the fancy guy. stuff for at home. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you have a fully stocked liquor cabinet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we got a variety of uh, yeah beverage. Yeah, uh, Paul has another question. Just mm. so this will be our last question, and then we'll kind of close it out. Yeah. What would you recommend? Portable electric air compressor like Dewalt or Milwaukee for airing up, or onboard mm, I air? I actually did look into this because I saw a lot of those. Guy, uh, I, I like. I'm a big tool guy, obviously, and uh, I have a lot of Milwaukee tools. I've, you know, and so I have all the batteries and everything. And I've been yeah. seeing a lot of the air compressors, or I've watched a lot of YouTube reviews, and like they're comparing them, you know, the Dewalt and the little battery port or portable air compressors. And yeah, are you talking you, about like a pancake air compressor? No, 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 not like the big ones. They're just like tiny little ones. Oh, really? Yeah, and you just hook your battery onto the back, like your, you know, yeah, your my impact, flex bolt. Yep. Yeah, slide that on there, and it's just. It's tiny com- compact little version and these guys are filling up 35s with them and wow. stuff like that i was pretty impressed with them i think that might be because my and if you are like i keep on my truck at all times i keep you know an impact and a drill so i already have mm-hmm. batteries in there and if i could just one more thing to you know add to it and if you're carrying a chainsaw and yep. you happen you know th- it would match all your tools and you keep all the same batteries it's not a bad option they were actually i was pretty impressed with them yeah you because know, i i use like the you know the the Viver style, or you know, mine's a, a cheaper version. Well, you can say it. A Harbor Freight version <laughs> that I got for like thirty dollars, and I'm yeah. not going to complain because guess what? It's filled my tires every time. Yeah, it's it, who makes it? It's Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh, I, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it works. It gets you know the the temperature of the sun when I'm done filling my yeah. tires, but you know, it, it works. It does the job. But my, yeah, those I I'm kind of I think, I'll give it a shot. I, I would I would like to do a side by side like my own personal comparison, but yeah. like I've seen a few reviews on them and they're not that bad of an option, especially if you already got the tools in your car. Yeah. You know, if you're already carrying all this other gear that would complement it. Yeah, I always carry my Dewalt chainsaw. Yeah. I carry a Dewalt battery. I carry a Dewalt charger. So I also have the impacts. So yeah, impact and a drill. Yeah, yeah, and then you don't have to worry about like hooking it up to your car battery and all this other stuff. And it's pretty. Yeah, they're they're pretty nice. I, I, I was looking at those when I was kind of going down that rabbit hole of like, oh, I need an air compressor. I don't want to do the, I don't want to spend all that money for the, you know, the ARB dual yeah. onboard and it's running a, that's, lines. Those are a lot of money. It's dude. a lot of money. They're sweet. Don't get me wrong. You can run, you know, tools off them. And then I, was, I went down the hole. I'm, I'm going to get a portable CO2 tank. Yeah. And that has its own pros and cons that you can always get into. But I did look at these like uh, battery operated ones. Those they CO2 tanks are well. like what? Four hundred bucks. If you go like yeah, if you go like like the the brand name ones, Power Tank and some of those guys. Um, I looked in like you can build your own. You know, do the. I'm very much of a uh, DIY. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like I could build that, and so I went on like you know you can order all the parts basically off of Amazon and put one together yourself. But it's still be when you're done probably about two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's still doing a lot of money. Yourself. Yeah, still a lot of money. Oh man, it's. There's so many options out there. It's it's convenience and how much money yeah, you're willing can, to spend. Yeah, if problem. you got the money, then go go crazy. But yeah. if you're trying to save a buck, then you have to, you got to research a little bit and try and figure out what will work for you and still get the job done. But you don't want to sacrifice quality for yeah. you know saving a little a buck. You yeah. know. And uh, one of the big things with me is uh, I have this kind of mentality where I will buy the cheapest version of something. And if I use it a lot throughout the year, I think my yeah. my my number varies between three and five. 
I buy it, if I use it within three three times to five times in a year, I'll buy the the best version I can afford. Because it's crappy, worth it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm actually using that tool for mm. a certain job. Yeah. So if I hit that limit, I'll go ahead and buy the expensive version. Mm. But I have a Harbor Freight. I have a Pittsburgh um, Harbor Freight air compressor hard mounted in my uh, oh, underhood. It? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's what brand a, it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it's um it's it's hardwired. It, it's always running on my backup battery mm. or always ready to run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's exposed to a ton of heat in there. So yeah, that engine compartment gets hot. In there. Yeah, and just based on the way just the sucking air, hot air, yeah. yeah, and based on the way the air compressors work, just even outside of the thing, it gets mm-hmm. hot to begin with. So mine always trips on overload um, mm-hmm. because it gets hot, and I can tell she's getting tired. Have you blown uh, any fuses or anything like that in them? Because they have blown, a built-in fuse in them. Yeah, I've I haven't blown that one. I've blown I have it set to a different fuse. Mm-hmm fuse block oh um, okay okay and it's blown that one before but i guess that's because that's where the load would be coming from it's closer that's why it blows yeah. that one first um yeah i've yeah. never like I've, i had um when we went to bradshaw and yeah when we came out we were everybody's you know airing up and another guy had the exact same compressor as me <clears throat> and uh he was saying he, he blew a fuse that time and he said oh it was like the third time i blew a fuse and like yeah. i've never had that issue obviously yeah. i mean you're I have, fil- I have smaller t- tires. Yeah, tire size. Then. But his weren't that much bigger than mine. He, I think he had 33, and I, I have like 32s on my truck. They're pretty yeah. small. So I don't have to, I'm not trying to fill up like 40s or anything. I don't know if they, would, I don't even know if they would do that. Yeah. What's your tire size, like total? Like, I'm running a 285, 75, 16. Two, 275, 65, 16? Uh, yeah, so it's it's tall, yeah. but it's skinny. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's a disco, so I got the you know pizza cutters on there. So yeah. yeah. And so it's this equivalent of like a 32. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the volume of air that it has yeah. to move is, is different. But yeah, my, yeah, no, yeah you're yeah. supposed to be doing regular maintenance on your air compressor. You're supposed to lube it. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never done I've that. I've never done that. <laughs> and I've, I've had that for, <clears throat> let me think. I can't remember when I bought it, but. I haven't had mine that long. I would say maybe I picked mine up finally. <laughs> I think Ben got tired of me always using he his. Is, yeah. Hey, man, you done? Let me borrow yours, he, he has bro. A, he has essentially the same one. It's yeah, made by Schmidt-Belt, like, though. It is Schmidt-Belt. Yeah, I think yeah. ARB makes one. Or no, yeah, Schmidt-Belt makes one through four-wheel parts or something. Yeah. You can pick them up. And, uh, and I just went with like a cheaper you know, Harbor Freight version. It looks identical yeah, it, to it, it for worked. like 30 bucks. And it's... Yeah. It works like a champ every time. Yeah, you so, you pull it out of one of your toolboxes, right? You have it loose kind of in your yeah, gear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just pull it out and hook it up and mm-hmm. good to it go. It just uses these little alligator clamps onto your yeah, positive you and negative your battery, battery terminal. terminal. And then, yeah, you can kind of you screw it onto your valve stem and mm-hmm. fire it away. And yeah, it comes with everything that you need. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, yeah, I just, man, I just hardwired mine in. And I was like, well, that way it always has a spot to live in. And it comes with a little curly hose, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and it reaches all the way around my truck, so yeah, I could do that. But yeah, she's tired. Um, I usually air up, I air down to twenty psi, and then I air up to forty. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. a lot of air. Yeah, and, and I've I, done that. I usually do it two or three times a trip. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm always I, I, bouncing. I go to about twenty. If it's like you know really extreme conditions, I might go down a little bit lower, maybe fifteen max. Yeah. but. That's when you get sketchy because yeah. the temperature change, you can go from mm-hmm. 15 to 10 yeah, quick. real fast. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't go over. I think I go to set mine at like 38 to drive home. Yeah. And yeah. So it's not like I'm not putting a ton of air in there. But yeah, if you're rocked, if you, you know, people rocking like, you know, 38s, 40s, and I would definitely get something bigger. Yeah. These would not. I don't, they think, would, they would I, I don't think they would no, cut it. Yeah. They're supposed to be 150, 50 
PSI high CFM is what the sticker mm. says on the side. But um, yeah, my girl's tired. I'm sure I've melted a bunch of the O-rings in there. <laughs> yes, Any oil struggling. that is supposed to be in there is gone. gone yeah. so I'm going to rip that thing out and, and <clears throat> keep, my, good eye, idea. keep yeah. my eye on a more expensive version uh, or a better quality version. Or on my next yeah, one, like I'm off. just going to put a little shield to block some of that heat off of there. Yeah, yeah, get a little so. heat dis- disbursement. Yeah, like the the dual arrow bees would be. I think that would be key. Let me see how much that thing costs. Though. They're like four hundred dollars. Stupid amount of money. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're great. They're kind of the standard for the uh, you know well built, but and then like a lot of people uh, the the CO two like the power tanks and stuff like that are great because then you can actually run air tools off of those. Yeah, which and, is which is amazing. Amazing, but at the same point. You have to get those things filled. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like you know unlimited air. Where like the dual compressors, or it's like if you need air, it's always going to be there. Yeah, the twin mm-hmm. tankless for twelve volt is five fifty nine, <sighs> and it's back ordered. I yeah, uh, I could yeah back ordered yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. the twelve volt um, <clears throat> medium duty like single compressor is two ninety nine. Yeah, it's like half the price. Yeah, and, and the the Pittsburgh one that I got, I think it was like fifty bucks or yeah, something. Like I got that. I had the coupon, so I got mine for like thirty. So I could probably buy you what, yeah. Buy Seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easy. And so yeah, it, it works for my situation. So yeah. Yeah, but honestly, as long as if you're gonna air down, you have to have a way to air up. Or you just suck it up and roll on a flat tire. That's I don't recommend that at all. No, I've I've done that. I've driven pretty far on some pretty low tires. What's the furthest you've driven? I I literally drove from Ocotillo Wells to Oceanside. Oh my god, on dude! Like, I think we had like twenty five psi, maybe twenty twenty five on a Ford Ranger. Yeah, that's sketchy. It was real sketchy. I was going slow, and like turns were sketchy. Just, I mean, because you can roll a bead easy, yeah. easy. Uh, like, don't ever do that, people. That was like, yeah, worst case scenario to get the yeah. out of dodge. Just get out of there. Yeah, it was tough, but yeah, no, don't ever do that. Like even just driving on like the, because a lot of times you're on a trail, and all of a sudden, boom, you hit pavement. It's like, oh, I'm not going to stop and air up yeah. just for this next one mile of, mm-hmm. you know, pavement. Or four miles. Yeah. Or even, I think we kind of stretched it in Anzaborego. Yeah, yeah. We were, we had to stay on the highway for a minute to get to somewhere. 10 or 20 miles or something like that. Yeah. But, but we, we were, were low real speeds. Slow. Yeah. And straight line. We're not, yeah, mm-hmm. getting crazy. So, yeah, just but be very careful when you're doing that. But I, I, I have a tire in like a tire display gauge thing. Oh, that's on right. My thing. Yeah. So, you got all the high techs. Uh, yeah. You can, you can watch <laughs> the tire pressure. Mm-hmm increase as your tires heat up from that friction mm-hmm. so usually we'll leave the trail at about 20 and by the time we get to the next tra- trail i'll be at like 26 or 27 oh it jumps up yeah. that much mm-hmm. wow just because of the heat of yeah, yeah building your tires up running. Hmm. um that pittsburgh automotive 12 volt 150 psi uh air compressor mm-hmm. 69.99 without the coupon oh wow yeah so 70 Got bucks up a little bit yeah all right, all right. but i i would buy it again yeah I mean, I it's might buy it job. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you might have to. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, zero complaints. I've I've had it, and I've ran probably used it maybe like a dozen trips, and it's filled all four of my tires, no problem, mm-hmm. and put it away, and it's great. Super yeah. simple. My my air compressor, it still works. Like, mm. I just have to fill up to 35 on all of them, and then I wait like 30 minutes for it to cool down, or I just, you know... Like keep driving, and then it, by then it's cool because the air flowing through my thing. But what do you think of those uh, setups where it's 
you can fill all four of your tires at the same time. Uh, I, I can't remember what they're called. I mean, a yeah. lot of people make their own, and like obviously me being me, like oh, I could do that too. Just, I know, would never do it. You don't think it, you don't know, like that idea? No, I don't. One because if I don't know what the the like, don't trust it. Basically, the, the check service is like if if you have a hole in one hose, like what's the deal? Are you gonna yeah. is, are you gonna leak air out of that? Are all the other are gonna fill up all three, and then that one's gonna be low? Yeah. And, I mean, you obviously. Yeah, if you're done, you know, do your rounds and check the pressure on all of them. But yeah, and it also seems like a, a problem that you didn't need a solution for. Yeah, I mean, because I, guess what you're doing, you're still screwing in four valve stem things. Like, what's the like? You're saving maybe ten minutes. Yeah, if that. Yeah, but the that inconvenience long. of carrying four hoses that are all ten feet long. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I've, there's people who will do like the hard piping into your vehicle, and then you have like an air cool. truck hookup. Yeah, it like, is cool. at each tire. It's kind of sweet, you know, but it's not that big of a drag. I know people always like, oh man, we got to spend 20 minutes. Like at the end of the trail, I can spend 20 minutes to like hang out and fill up my tires and talk to the guys. And yeah, it's, it's not that big of a drag, yeah, to be honest. It really isn't. I mean, yeah, it'd be sweet to be like, bam, we're good, and, you know, 10 minutes, everything's good, and we can run. But if you're in a big group of people, you could be the fastest. You could have all your stuff done in five minutes. Whoever's the slowest, you know, your weak link, yeah. you're waiting for him anyway. Yeah, little Timmy with his bike pump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you Sorry. still got to hang out, so <laughs> you're, you might be done, but guess what? Yeah, and uh, speaking of air compressors, I always have a... Uh... I always have that little second backup one. Oh, it's right. the you, little you busted tiny, that one like out last it's like time. A, yeah, it's like yeah. a slime air pump. It worked. It does. Yeah. I actually got it in an emergency. I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, an emergency kit from Walmart, and uh, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll just keep that in there. <clears throat> Why not? Come but, in handy. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to rebuy that that Pittsburgh air compressor, or I'm going to buy one of those Dewalt handheld ones. If if there's a if that's it might a thing. be a cool I think to try out just to even see, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you have the same battery for it, why yeah. not? And my compressor is going out, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it already died on you last time, huh? Yeah. Or well, it's dying. Dying. Maybe yeah. maybe I can just squirt a little bit of oil in there. And yeah, then... I mean, yeah, re- take it apart, rebuild it, check it, see what's wrong with it. But maybe. at that point, it's seventy for how, dollars. Yeah, <laughs> for how little you pay for it, they're really worth it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel you. I don't think it'd be worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think we might. Uh, we're we're gonna end it on this one because it's getting late and I'm getting hungry. Yeah, we haven't eaten yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, so wow. this this is probably gonna be a bonus episode. I'll probably pull this as quickly as I can off of the audio off the video. But this yeah. is yeah, this is the first ever video yeah, we were, uh, video podcast. This out here and and it, I think it worked. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll see. see. Things I mean, up and how well played the, out. <laughs> the chat works. Everything works. We're live yeah, on yeah, Facebook. We had some so. people you know commenting, so that's good. We yeah, actually good. Do you have anything you want to plug? No, not for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sorry yeah. about the mess. It took us yeah, out. We it took us literally hours. Just to get trying this to figure out. everything all the wire. Like Patrick is like the guru over here trying to figure it all out. So. Yeah, it's such it a is, headache. Oh my god. Yeah. But we're we're, we're dialing it. We're dialing it. We'll get it cleaned up for y'all. Yeah, we are slowly moving in the right direction. Yes, we are slowly. Oh, Ben's gonna be so Keep jealous. Moving forward. I should probably take a photo of the of our yeah of our. <laughs> Of what's going on here? Um, I, I, we, I hit him up to see if he he didn't have Instagram or uh, sorry Facebook on his phone, so he couldn't watch us where he's at. Yeah. He's, at he's at camp right now and still enjoying camp. I left him early, so but he's uh, yeah, he probably would have enjoyed this. Yeah, he would have. He's been pushing the video part portion yeah. for a long time. We've, been, we've all been kind of pushing. We, it would be nice to have. It's a you know bonus feature. Yeah, it is. I I kind of got to stick up my butt to kind of get the or not up my butt, but yeah. to. 
you know, fire poke, to, yeah, poke me in the right direction yeah, to get me going on this. Fire and, you and, get you and I was like, dude, whatever, might as well just, just try do it. this. Yeah, so. But yeah, I'm not gonna plug anything because yeah, this is probably gonna get left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for yeah, watching for, and listening. If, for if you are, yeah, it's uh, yeah for the putting up with this. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, it'll just be a bonus episode. Yeah. So. Yeah, All right. exactly. Some blooper reel. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys yep. so much Have for listening. Night. Stay safe on the trail. Mm-hmm. See you in the next one.